Welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a mindset coach and master energy healer here to provide a conscious view and tools on navigating goddess spirituality. Here we discuss all things love, sex, relationships, mindset, manifesting confidence, and more. So you can live an abundant, stress-free life full of pleasure and be the woman that lights up a room. Happy October 1st. Happy fall. I am so happy and excited. This is my favorite month, favorite season. The veil is thin and I'm all about this. I'm here for this. So I'm really excited for today's episode. I'm going to talk about the left-handed path, shadow work, dark magic, I am sharing absolutely everything I know about it. I will provide tools and techniques. So I highly recommend everything that you think you know about this stuff. Leave it at the door. See how you feel with what I share. Integrate it into your life if it calls to you. So grab your journal and a pen because you will definitely want to take notes. So for starters, I am self-taught at all of this because truth is there's no guide. You just do it. It's trial and error. And that's part of the journey. So what is shadow work? Shadow work is working with dark magic. And trust me, you will never be the same again. So if it feels like your world is flipping upside down, it is. And for the highest and greatest good. And this is why a lot of people actually stay away from dark magic. So people say it'll drive you crazy, but it's really important to look at the etymology of things. What does crazy mean? The word crazy actually means cracks. So when we're young, we are who we are, but then we're conditioned and domesticated to suppress our true selves. So then we start creating all these different masks or fractures to fulfill who we are supposed to be when we're with our family, friends, employers. And what happens is these cracks are actually our true self. So our true self is our shadow side. And even Carl Jung has talked about it, how the shadow is the true self. And when you start working with dark magic to bring out that shadow self, your true self, you might feel a lot more angry because you're just releasing everything you've suppressed all those years. Making everyone else happy at your own expense is over. You know, like people might might start saying you're crazy or switched up, but that's because they no longer have the power over you. But it's more important to be assertive and stand in your power. Being nice isn't a good thing. And if you actually look at the root word, um, the etymology of the word nice, it means to be ignorant and be walked all over. So it is what you it, it is what it is. You gotta put your foot down and call the shots. Fuck being nice. I don't ever want to be called nice. You know, I don't want people to walk all over me, think I'm stupid, they could take advantage of me. Fuck that. But When it comes to magic, you have to have an open mind and not believe what everyone else tells you. What is your experience? What is your inner guide, your compass telling you? You know, dark magic has 
a stigma of being destructive and hurting people, whereas white magic is all healing love and light. But there's more than light. And this is the problem with the spiritual community today. You know, there's no duality. Spirituality is duality. There is as much darkness as there is light. And this is why I don't walk the right path or the left path. I walk the middle path. So chaos means something that's not contained. Dark magic is chaotic, right? So it's not bad. Get that out of your mind. Working with certain things are more potent. It's like working with the crystal moldavite versus amethyst. Amethyst is a very soft, nurturing, great to sleep, great to, you know, heighten your intuition. Moldavite fucks shit up. It's kind of like working with goddesses too. Instead of working with, you know, loving, compassionate goddess Kuan Yin, taking it up a notch, working with a dark goddess Kali Ma. And actually, Kali Ma was the goddess from Bloom Goddess in my goddess circle for September. And let me tell you, every single one of us have been going through so much release. Like we are stepping into a whole new level of us, but we're not afraid and scared despite how confused and shit we all are and how emotional it's been. It's beautiful to have this safe, sacred space where we share and communicate and we are there for one another. We're like-minded women. So if that calls to you and you want to join, DM me. Um, But it's really beautiful because then you just have this deeper sense of trust of like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to be comfortable. I'm growing. This is happening for a reason. And there's so much beauty in that. You know, it's kind of like summoning you know, white candle Basset, the cat of Egypt, versus the black candle for Sekhmet, who has the head of a lion. You know, taming a cat is easier than taming a lion, right? And back in Egypt, they used to do it. They used to let the wild animals roam freely. You know, they were easy to tame. I mean, actually, they weren't easy to tame, but it's possible. And demons actually have this no no bullshit kind of personality right so dark magic is the closest source to all primal energy primordial energy and creation and you know like even this love and light shit it's not fucking new it's actually esoteric knowledge it's ancient knowledge but when it comes to darkness, it's not demonic or evil or anything of the sort. Light came through dark. You know, even in the Bible, like God said, let there be light. And the Bible also says we come from nothingness. So before light, there was sound, which is the tongue, the words we speak, which is spells, spelling, right? That's why you have to be careful what you say and what you wish for. So dark is chaotic energy and chaos is not a bad thing. There are a lot of people that follow the path of the light because it feels good. It's comforting, friendly, passive, and easy. It's well accepted by everyone. And people in society blend in with their fucking masks. But a long time ago, there was a war of the gods, the deities, and all they wanted to do 
was make humans wiser. But the God and light beings wanted humans to be slaves and be controlled. Finding how nothing in the world has fucking changed, right? But this story goes back to Adam and Eve. When the serpent whispers in Eve's ears to eat the apple for knowledge, Prometheus and Lucifer were demonized for spreading knowledge to the middle world. Us, the 3D world, 3D earth with the human beings. And the light then brings, you know, the light brings, you know, worship. Like, oh yeah, about the light, white gods. And then this is when the rise of Christianity, Islam, Judaism, all this came to be. You know, imagine being locked up, never talked about for good. You know, this is what happened to the deities. They have different races in spite of one another, you know, by having this war of light and dark. And when you think about it in, you know, the word of God, it fucking killed so many people in trying to stand up for it. But how many people actually died in the name of the devil or Satan? Because they lied to us about so many fucking things. Like, really think about it. Think about history as a prime example. They flipped the script and told us not to work with magic that is evil and that we're going to go to hell. Meanwhile, they're holding all this knowledge and using it for themselves. You know, and truth of the matter is you got to find the balance. Like there's an extent to which light beings will go. And why do you call it lightweight, right? Like if you want the heavyweight heavy hitter, don't mess with me, protected energy. You got to work with the darker energies. Like I know which goddesses are my badass bitches who got me no matter what. And then of course I work with lighter energies. So there is balance, but there's just too many misconceptions about all this. Like demon comes from the Greek word demon, demon for, um, God or deity. And it means genius like genie. So your demon is to inner world, the primordial source that comes from all things. You know, the left-handed path is learning about your individuality, who you are, and what your power is. You can't do healing work unless until you've done the shadow work and helped yourself. And this is what fucking gets me about all these healers that I see, like all these people who are Reiki practitioners, and they haven't even done the shadow work. You have to work on yourself and practice before you can fucking help others or you're just a fraud and if you're a fraud you're not going to attract the clients anyways but that's a whole other podcast um you know um making others problems you're making other people's problems worse not better basically you know as within so without so the best teacher is experience no one can tell you how to live your life you know even me this is my opinion but take it or leave it. And I channel this and I've walked the path. So I've embodied it. But if you're following gurus or whatever, look at their life. Because if you don't want those kind of issues, then why learn from them? And chaotic energy like Kalima or Sekhmet, Lilith, Hecate, 
there's nothing wrong with light energies, but working with dark energies will truly transform your life for the highest and greatest good. Like there are timelines and when you're working with these energies and you're truly in the flow and surrendering, you are fucking skipping timelines. What would take you six years can be done in a year. What would take you two years to accomplish can be done in six months or less. It's all on you and the energies you work with. So another thing is every energy um, entity has its own purpose, right? It's like friends. You have one that says, girl, you know he's cheating. Why go back to him? Then you have the other friend who says, well, if it makes you happy, give him a chance. You know, you're the fucking alchemist of your life. You got to know the balance because certain scenarios call for certain entities. And you know what? Even in Thailand, right? There's actually a Buddha who you sacrifice blood to and he does the heavier work. So make friends with your inner, inner demon. That's what I'm saying. Don't go based off what idea others produce about entities. Um, so for example, here's a great example. Medusa. She had snakes for hair and turned to stone when men looked at her. So she went to Athena's temple for help and she was raped by Poseidon. And Athena then cursed her for having sex at her temple. But, you know, she slut shamed her and totally disregarded the fact that Medusa was raped. And that's the backstory of Medusa. So is she truly, quote, evil? No. You know, even, for example, Hades and Zeus. Zeus is a cheater. He raped and had tons of kids, whereas Hades was loyal to Persephone. You know, the stories are fucking reversed. What if the Bible, stories and entities, you know, angles, they're all flipped. Demons are the old gods. We've been worshiping the wrong team. And I questioned this several years ago, and it brought me to shadow work. It brought me to alchemy. They don't want you to touch the, quote, evil stuff because it's, quote, dangerous, you know? The masses are under the sleeping spell, and the more people that invoke these dark energies, the greater place our world and society will be in. And these aren't old stories, you know? So many of you and us are these gods and demigods and goddesses. I'm a human goddess from the Venusian realm, so I know what I'm embodying and who I really am. All to say, how will you know if you never tap into this stuff? How will you know who you are? And you know, you might just realize which god, goddesses you are. You know, with great power comes great responsibility. Everyone wants to be famous and all this other bullshit, but no one wants to do the work. We've all had that one person who woke up the inner demon in us. And let me tell you, when it happened to me, I was like, damn, I didn't know I had that in me. And we all have it. And it has to be brought out. It's got to be cultivated and nurtured. It's like having a wild dog. You got to train it. So when push comes to shove, it will protect you from the wickedness. You can't be all light and love because then you're just going to get beat the fuck up. 
And don't come to the entities with petty shit either because they will call you out. You know, like tell them you're ready to transform and step into your power. And that's where they will test your faith and become your ride or die. You know, do the work and you're going to find out that you can channel, move things with your mind or who knows what else. You know, whatever they tell you to run away from, you should run towards because there is a reason they keep it a mystery. It's unknown. It's shunned. It's looked down upon. Right? And the same people telling you to run away from this shit are the ones using it while they have you afraid and sleeping. You know? But it's okay to fall for the light and love bullshit because I did that too. I've been there, done that. There's nothing wrong with it. It's like you can turn the other cheek and get beat up or you could square up. You know? I don't know about you guys, but I grew up and my dad said... You better not come home after getting in a fight with a fucking black eye because then I'm going to beat your ass too. And I mean, he said it mostly because I was in boxing growing up. But, you know, that's that's the mentality I was raised with, you know. So what's right and what's wrong based on your experience? That's where your maturity comes in. You know, like the ancient, comedic, you know, they studied alchemy, which is actually the most powerful dark magic art and the word wicked right so wicked means there's no balance and using it to do awful things to others i agree like do no harm but take no motherfucking shit you know i kind of like my own i mind my own business unless until someone's messing with me my partner my kids my family then it's like go time. Like I will check your ass. Like I'm no problem hexing you, putting you in a jar or whatever. <laughs> like and you can actually tell who does dark magic unnecessarily because they start to age fast. They don't look as beautiful, youthful, glowy and stuff like that. Um and there's actually a really good book called Dark Moon Goddesses, so I highly recommend if this calls to you, check that out. Um And then another beautiful practice you can actually do is, you know, to wake that part of you up is you get in a room with a mirror that's the size of your body, have a black candle, purify your space, and you stand naked in front of the mirror. And as you light the candle, you want to ask your shadow self to reveal itself. And you just say, Shadow self, show me in your full glory. Come to me truthfully and show me who you are. And you got to get the fear out of your heart. You can't be afraid because you're going to see your face warp or a halo around you. And babe, there's nothing to be afraid of. You're just introducing yourself to yourself. So working with the black candle will dominate your shadow self, your inner God. And then for the next three days after... You want to meditate on the black candle. So this is a really simple yet potent um, shadow work, practice, exercise. There's no need to anoint the candle or anything. Just see what comes to you. So another thing is I work really heavily with colors. Um, When I write, candle magic, everything. Um, White reflects out and black pulls energy in. So... 
that's why we want to work with the color black. Dark magic and shadow work are not evil. Everyone runs to the light and don't do the shadow work, even though that's what they should be doing. You know, everyone wants the pretty, easy, nice stuff. And there's so many leaders in the spiritual community who have actually not done the inner work. At the end of the day, we're all spirits having this human experience, so it's about ah about growth and transformation. But shadow work is something that everyone has to go through. And in astrology, it's actually depicted as your Saturn return. So um, around the age of 27 to 32, it happens. And then uh, again, around 57 to 62. But a lot of people, you know, feel it heavily at age 30. Because at that point, you reflect on what have I done so far in my life? Where am I going? What am I going to do moving forward? And this is a lot, this is when a lot of people have mental breakdowns and they go through their midlife crisis. And all of this happens because they haven't honored and done their soul's purpose. So Saturn is a planet all about harvest. And even right now, we're in the season of reaping what we sown. So this is you know, our ancestors used to plant seeds now, you know, around this time of the year to see what bears fruit in the spring. You know, what you, what you do comes back to you and the work you put in does pay off. And this is why learning the art of gardening is so important. You know, for all my green witches, green thumbs, this is what helps you to really learn about patience. You know, if you've ever planted a seed and watched it grow into a full blossom plant, you know the value of taking it day by day, watering it, talking to it, giving it love. And that's what our dreams, aspirations, goals, and spirits are. If you don't nurture yourself and you don't nurture that seed, it's going to bear bad fruit. We are the product of our own actions and deeds. You know, in the spiritual community, you can tell who has not done the work by seeing the fruits that they do not bear. You know, the ancestors tell us like, hey, if you don't do the work, it's going to show. And people don't do the shadow work. They start to have mental breakdowns. They start to see their inner demons, have nightmares, addictions, And that's because they didn't do the basic work. And so far, this is what all of 2020 year has been about. It's about shadow work, you know, so that we can propel forward, live our purposes, our dharma. And any good plan has to have a solid foundation. If not, it's going to crumble and fall, which is kind of what our political and societal economics is going through right now. In America. So if you think about it, you know, these leaders in the spiritual community who haven't done the core work, but they have millions of followers, they're leading them astray. And this is a huge problem because recently everyone wants to become a YouTube or TikTok sensation, you know, so people gain a little bit of consciousness or information and they run wild with it. And it is so important to do you, like take a break from social media to go focus on how you're feeling, what hurt you, 
You know, shadow work has a lot to do with healing. It's digging deep, getting down and dirty in the mud to figure out what is inside of you that's causing all the pain. And a lot of people don't have the strength to do it because it's not easy. So what happens when you don't do the shadow work? Your tree doesn't bear fruits or it has rotten fruits. And this is seen in how your spells don't work, your manifestations don't come to fruition. This is why you find yourself in dead-end jobs, being mistreated, staying in fucked up relationships, and your health deteriorating. And this really shows sometimes, you know, like people walking around, they look like fucking zombies, walking dead, you know, like you can see this heaviness, this dark spirit that's on them. And that is the shadow that they haven't faced. So this brings up the concept of heaven and hell and without getting too heavy into it, you know, heaven and hell are human constructs. It's a mindset and depending on where your heart is, it will tell you where you're going spiritually. That's why people who are not living righteously and righteously meaning living their truth. So what might be righteous to me might be an abomination for you. Because my truth is not your truth and vice versa. You cannot walk my path and I cannot walk your path. And that's what's happening in the world right now. There's so many copycats. They get a little bit of gems and they want to, you know, spin it up, make it their own. But you're not stepping into your own originality. You're trying to be like someone else. You're a fucking imitation. You're not living righteously. You're lying to yourself. So living a lie is not going to help you bear the fruits that you desire to have. And the crazy part is that so many people have been lying to themselves for so long that they don't even know they're lying to themselves. And why is that? Because they haven't done the shadow work. Shadow work is going deep, asking yourself, who am I? What do I have to face? What am I avoiding? And these three questions are great journal prompts to do once or twice a month and see what comes up, what you have to work on. It takes time and you have to be ready to dive in deep to do the work. Also with the black candle mirror work, you might have feelings and certain situations arise in your mind while you're doing it. Um, some people are running from the, the truth or the voices in their head, and I'm going to tell you exactly why. Some people like to eat a lot. Some people like to smoke. Others like to drink, party, have sex, binge watch shows, and not feel. They do all these things to avoid their emotions. Meanwhile, their spirit is sitting there, you know, waiting and... The longer you delay, the spirit gets heavier and you think it's a demon, but it's really you. It's your shadow self. So when you do this mirror magic work, whatever you see, that's just you, depending on how long you've been avoiding the shadow. And the more you neglect a poison in your body, the more it's going to start to affect your other organs, right? Some people have been so mentally, spiritually, and emotionally depleted and cut off 
so sick that they've learned to adjust to it. So for example, when babies are fed formulas, they throw up and this is actually not normal for them to constantly vomit, especially if you birthed them, right? Like what happens is the baby's body is rejecting the milk, the formula, the enzymes, the poison, because their body, our physical body knows and it's intelligent knowing that, hey, this isn't for me. But after exposing and ingesting it for so long, we adapt. That's what the human body does is it adapts to the poison. Even as adults, grown as adults, we eat healthy and then suddenly we start eating a little shitty and you don't feel so good. And there are people who have held on to emotional baggage, toxins for so long that they thrive in it. They need it. You know, it's kind of like women who date fuckboys and you finally get that good man that you've been praying for, calls you, shows you affection, wants to lay up under you, whatever. And you're like, nah, like you reject him because he's too nice. He's too boring. No, you're just fucking addicted to drama. The cat and mouse chase games. So what happened? What happened is that you got used to toxicity. And if you're triggered right now, congrats. You've got work to do. Shadow work isn't pretty. And if this is making you feel any type of way, I invite you to meditate on it. Ask yourself, why am I feeling offended? Why are these emotions coming out? Does this resonate with me? Am I running from it? Is this my truth? So the reason I'm bringing all this up is because it has to do with shadow work, where people have to deal with the ugly sides of themselves before they can emerge into the light. And even in ancient Kemetic, you know, the sun god Ra, he had to go into the underworld to rise up and become anew. So who are they talking about when they're talking about sleeping gods and stuff. They're talking about you. They're talking about you having to do the shadow work, going into the ugly places. Why do you think they have been conditioning you to be afraid of the dark? They've been conditioning you even harder since you were a child, saying there are monsters under your bed or in the closet. And another thing is symbolism, right? Like the closet actually represents your subconscious mind. So skeletons in the closet, And if you have dreams about closets, it's something about your subconscious mind, something that it's trying to relate to you. And if you've been following me for a while, at the beginning of the year, towards the end of last year, I said that 2020 was going to be a year of revelations. It's going to be about 2020 vision, truth coming out, showing, you know, and it's showing up, it's prevailing, right? This year has been pure chaos. And... The agenda of everything that's going on right now is divide, division, 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 divide and conquer. But that reign, that era is over. But right now we're in Libra season and this is all about the Egyptian goddess Ma'at and it's about truth, justice, balancing the scales. So your enemies will become your footstool. You know, people come with, come to you because they need help from you and 
you know, growing up, my mother said, never shit on people because you never know who you might need. You'll be at their mercy. So the people that have been doing you wrong and shit, oh, baby, they got it coming, you know? And this is a reason why I'm very respectful to people unless until they disrespect me first. And that's why I never preach that I'm all about light and love because I'm not. I am very balanced in my masculine and feminine, my dark and light. And all that's happening right now is really important. In the midst of all this, it's really important to do shadow work because we are changing, becoming new humans. Literally, our DNA is upgrading when we're sleeping, and there are actually certain tonics that you can ingest to further upgrade your DNA, and if that is calling out to you and you're ready to step into that, then reach out to me. We can work one-on-one, and I'm more than willing to provide all that information to you, but um, when you do the shadow work, you have to realize that you are breaking multi-generational curses. When you break a generational curse, you are setting the foundation for the next seven generations to come. And you have to notice the pattern of your family. You have to ask yourself, do I want to repeat this? Heart attacks, obesity, you know, it's not blood and genetics, it's habits. Or even growing up in poverty, growing up in a broken home where the women are caretakers and the men run away. Why is that? And if you have been a client of mine, I actually walk you through how to remove and reverse hexes and curses that have been thrown at you. So if that's another thing that's appealing, then you would have to work with me one-on-one. But, you know, there comes a point in time, if you're listening to this and you are hearing my voice, you are an ambassador of your bloodline. Your ancestors have chosen you to do the work. You have a responsibility, the weight of your ancestors. And this is why it's crucial to venerate your ancestors. Later this month, I'm actually going to have a workshop all about it because there's a ton of misinformation out there. Building a relationship with your ancestors is crucial before you work with any gods, goddesses, or other deities. You know, if you don't, you're just going to get pimped out by wandering spirits because you don't even know yourself. You didn't do your own fucking work. You need to learn about yourself first and foremost. And that's why I'm a huge, you know, astrology advocate. Um, Because the more you know yourself, your natal chart, you know, and and the deeper you dive into your emotions, oh baby, when you do the shadow work, you will feel huge weight lifted off your shoulders. Like doors are going to start opening for you. You know, you can start walking with trust. If you're a person who's doubtful and who asks other people for their advice and you don't trust your own feelings, the moment you start working with your ancestors, you will feel a major shift. You will have a major glow up, actually. And, you know, there's a lot of people who go to psychics and healers and all this stuff when they're going through a hard time in their lives. 
Or when a woman is just like desperate, wanting to have one man, doing love spells, which by the way, I completely condone. You should never have something done against another person's free will. But, ooh, like let me tell you, when I say the doors start opening up for you, everything starts falling into place. And, you know, one other thing that I've learned is the best teachers don't give you the answers. You know, this path isn't a path of practicality. The best teachers give you resources, and it's up to you to find your true unfoldment. So another thing, all these people you follow, you know, they should be providing you with resources because if they're not, you're being taken advantage of by these people being gatekeepers. They're hoarding the knowledge. We live in the age of Aquarius and knowledge. You should be able to pick up whatever books and take those classes and reach out to whoever you need to to be able to further progress on your journey. And I always provide books that I've studied, you know, like in my goddess circles, even on my previous podcasts. Like I provide a lot of information for my clients to dive into as well. And a lot of these people who are the gatekeepers, (laughs) they're driven by ego. And this is why they don't want to share this information. They want to charge you $5,000 for information you can get for free. You know, I respect the hustle. Like, they went out of their way to do the research, give it to you. I do believe that they should be compensated for their time because they saved you your time and they did the work breaking it down for you to save your time and energy. But a lot of times, we don't respect the teachers. We don't feed them back, you know, and then we wonder where they went. Well, it's because they're hungry. They're starving because no one nurtured them and put anything out there for them, you know. And despite all that they were sharing, they end up kind of like falling off the planet, you know, like doing their own thing. And I do have a problem with people giving fake information And being fucking greedy. Everyone needs to be compensated for their time and energy. Because unfortunately in this realm, we don't get our time back. And at the end of the day, it's important to be fair. And if not, ooh, like ancestors, your spirits, they'll get your ass. Like if you're preaching about things and you're not really about that life, you can catch these spiritual hands, baby. Like when people don't do this work, And that's when they have so much fear that they run back to the church, you know, and everyone who runs back to the church, they go back to their programming. They're not evolving. They're devolving. They're going backwards and they're going to be stuck in the 3D. So you need to be careful who you follow and walk in your truth, do your inner work, do your shadow work, you know, another major thing is gain clarity like I know people who wake up and smoke and drink and they're looking forward to the next time they're gonna fuck like I'm not knocking anyone down but back in the day our ancestors they used to indulge in those things ritually it was a sacred act with intention behind it and everything in moderation you know don't make it a habit but do it with purpose whether it's smoking, whether it's drinking, even sex, you hear about, you know, these gods and 
goddesses like having orgies and stuff and it wasn't for pleasure like y'all out here having sex and of course there's an element of pleasure to it but there's sex magic and next week's episode i'm actually going to be sharing some sex magic secrets um so stay tuned for that but you know back to this whole light and love propaganda it's bullshit okay light can be manipulated it can be distorted changed and used as people want it to be duality is facing the light and dark aspects of ourselves it's the yin and yang you know like it's actually yang so yin yang and everyone focuses on peace but darkness is a chaotic energy we must all go through for true liberation even the ancient comedic kabbalah talks about how the energy of heaven being brought down into physical manifestation on earth is what it's all about chaotic dark energy cannot be tamed the light can be tamed your true power and primordial source is your shadow side feeling like you're completely breaking down going crazy is fucking great it's great it's magnificent because then you're going through it to find liberation You know, the light represents the masculine and the dark represents the feminine. The dark goddess is coming through. 2020 has been all about this. And these are the things I talk about, energy updates in my goddess circle. So if this is interesting to you, then definitely reach out. And, you know, I am more than willing to share past goddess circles or even, you know, an upcoming one that's this Sunday, actually, Sunday, October 4th. At 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, but everything with the light, it's, it's a way of feeding the illusion of the matrix, the order, the structure. You know, humanity wants to always conform nature. And this is why we have to put on this facade, right? To get a job, associate with certain people. When you have all these you know, archons that you're feeding, which archons are basically illusions in the matrix and this love and light bullshit that's so heavily broadcasted actually feeds them. Like, you wonder why the world is the way it is. Because we're fucking sleeping. The, The Bible talks about the sleeping giants. We are the sleeping giants. You are the sleeping giant until you decide to break free and wake the fuck up. So the masculine energy has its place, absolutely, but the woman, the feminine, is a portal between the seen and unseen. And that being said, why did the serpent go to Eve and not Adam? I'll let you ponder on that, but that's why it's an agenda to suppress women. Women represent the macrocosm of chaotic energy, and in society, it's so normal for us to shut down our feelings you know, how we feel when that's where the power lies. And women can't help but express at some point, and then we're called crazy bitches. But the serpent in the Bible was trying to tell Eve, hey, you don't have to be a slave. You can be just like God. Do you know who you are? Eat that fruit. You know, the church is telling you, don't mess with the dark stuff. Stay away from it. They're instilling fear. Yet that's what they're using to control you, 
to keep you in your place as a human being. And, you know, we've been so suppressed, so domesticated since we were children, right? Like, oh, sit down, don't do this, act appropriately, blah, blah, blah. We have to be a certain way. And then we wonder why we have so many mental health issues. Because we are not letting ourselves be free. You know, in the tribes in Africa and stuff, they have so many things to release energy. And a lot of practices that I use in my healing and coaching work, it incorporates all those elements that you can do to fucking set yourself free. Um, but really, it's about finding the balance between the light and dark and to liberate yourself. You know, humanity is all about like trying to save others, right? I want to help everyone. I want to help my lover. I want to help my mother, my brother, my sisters. Like I can't leave my friends behind. But this left-handed path and doing the shadow work is all about individuality. Society allows, like society always tells us, don't be selfish, put others first, especially women, We are trained to put ourselves last. And that's why a lot of us are miserable. We are sick and fucking tired of suppressing that chaotic energy. That energy is meant to be used for so much more, babe. You can't suppress who you are because it'll come out in other ways. And that's detrimental. It's time we stop that shit. Going into the dark arts is taboo or forbidden. You know why? Because it's fucking powerful. Because you were literally breaking through the false reality. And behind the fear is a treasure. You have to go into the underworld, which is your subconscious mind, and face the demons to be free. And you have the treasure. Or you'll be trapped in the matrix. And that's why they say, go to the light. Because the light is just a repeating karmic cycle. That's what it is. Feeding the darkness within us is feeding our soul. You know, some people aren't cut out for it and that's okay. You can come back to this another time, maybe come back in this lifetime or, you know, who knows? You might come back another lifetime, pay bills and whatever, follow that. Like dark arts is a deep science. And another thing, these people that are working with light and love, why aren't they happy? Why isn't their life changing? I'm kind of happy that the dark arts is like people are afraid of it because in a way it's a good thing. It keeps it sacred. You know, not everyone is meant for the path. It's like heroes in movies, right? It's that one chosen person who has to go through this entire journey. Also, um, towards the end of this podcast, I'm going to provide some resources for you guys. Uh, Amazing books that I highly recommend you look into if this calls to you and stay tuned for that. But there's something else I wanted to mention. Um, Money, 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 money. Money makes the world go round, right? If you look at money on dollar bills, it says in God we trust. They want you to worship the money that cash is king. But as being the true God's, Our power comes from the dark abyss. It comes from magic and alchemy. You have to deal with that dark, chaotic energy, and then you'll be liberated. Money is not your god. You don't need to worship that. The dark energy is the only thing 
that is going to liberate you from this false prison, the prison of your mind. And truth be told, you shouldn't be worshiping anything. That's what the serpent was trying to relay. Here's the fruit of knowledge. You could do whatever you want to do. Pursue your desires. And if you read the word evil backwards, it says live. Not being said, but it's fear. Fear is a fucking human-based construct. Our spirit doesn't understand it. And fear is the lowest vibration. And once you're able to conquer it, it's that root chakra energy opening up the portals within yourself, tapping into the higher realms and dimensions, you ascend. In order to go to the higher realms and work with the demons, you have to be able to conquer them. But you first have to eradicate your human ego, you know? Doing shadow work is a very humbling experience. If you can't conquer your own fears, how do you expect to be able to have demons respect you? They would laugh at you and say, who do you think you are? You can't command us. You can't command your own fears. How are you going to dominate me? You know, and another thing to consider is what does fear stand for? Fear is false energy appearing real. That's what it is. And then to even get into these other realms, not only does fear have to be eradicated because there are gatekeepers before you can go into those other realms and dimensions, actually, there is Amen. So Amen is the king of the underworld. He is the ancient Kemetic god. And the church uses his name after every prayer. What do you say after a prayer? Amen. 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 And they're calling on that spirit, that demon, in order to give power to their prayers. So you guys may think the church is all love and light. The way the church is able to keep the masses under control is because they are using dark magic against you to control your fucking will. To control you against your will. Now in order to break that spell, you have to tap into the dark magic yourself. So you can create the world that you want to live and be in. And it's time to take our power back. We are not going to be under that sleeping spell and be fucking slaves to the system. So if fear is learned, that means it can be unlearned. And if standing in front of a mirror with a black candle is too scary for you, then I recommend just sitting and meditating on a black candle. It'll help you to see where you need to work on things, what you need to release, you know? Don't go into the mirror ritual with expectations either. Like, have a clear mind and see whatever you see because this is an aspect of you and this experience is going to be different for everyone. You know, when you meditate on a black candle, you become accustomed to that energy and everyone's energy is different. You know, and this might not be for you. Again, I'm reiterating that this might not be for you. And that is okay. When you meditate on on the black candle, you will start to feel that energy. Slowly but surely. You know, a lot of people, they want to astral project and lucid dream. You cannot have any fear when you go into those 
into those realms. <laughs> There's gatekeepers. You know, before you go into the underworld, fear blocks your access into the spiritual realms. And if they know that you have any ounce of fear, hell no, you ain't getting in. To do this work, you got to be very calm. Very calm. You have to reprogram yourself to overcome your fear because fear is blocking you from tapping into your true self. Once you're, you're tapped in and tuned in, this is why people are afraid because fear is something when we don't know what's going to happen, what the outcome and stuff is going to be, right? Fear of the unknown. Trust me, on the other side, you come out being unapologetically yourself, absolutely yourself fearless say what you want walk how you want feel what you want whatever like you know how like there's always those people where it's like damn like she's so fearless or wow he really speaks his mind and it doesn't come from a place of ego you know unless until you're a person who has ego because remember everything is a mere projection um but yeah, okay, now I'm just ranting. Um, and I just want to reiterate, you know, careful who you follow. You know, are they really doing the work or are they just posting? How the fuck are they able to make five videos a day? Because not only does that take a lot of energy and work, but so does doing the work work, energy work itself. You know, think about it. How is this person making time to work on themselves? And there's no such thing as a person that has it all together You guys, and I'm going to repeat that. There is no such thing as a person who has it all together and that doesn't need to do any work. That's a fucking lie. Like if you're in this human body, it means you have been completely freed yourself from the matrix, but you still have to work to do. You know, there's a time to go within and take a hiatus. Like when I go ghost, I'm doing the work and then I come back with all these downloads So really just stop trying to save everyone. Work on yourself. Save yourself. Being selfish is what's needed now. You know, you can't give and give to others when your cup is empty, when your cup is running dry. And, you know, quit trying to save people because there are people that don't want to be saved. You know, they want to stay in the matrix. So let them be. That's their right. That's their choice. And you know what? A person's will can be bent with seduction and such, but it cannot be forced. So you came here to learn about yourself. Quit sleepwalking. It's time to wake up, time to understand the movies, the music, everything that's around us. The answers are all around us. It's time for you to read between the lines, you know? And an example is Rihanna's song that goes, I'm friends with the monsters living under my bed something about the voices in her head like that's a sign right there and these a lot of these celebrities they know about this comedic knowledge they know like illuminati and all that stuff that's a whole other topic you know like illuminati is means to illuminate so the illuminated ones the light ones the intelligent ones it's not what you know you probably think it is like oh yeah it's like the whatever anyways that's like a whole other podcast but um you know if this dark stuff is too much for you guys then it's probably not for you in this lifetime maybe you'll come back to this later in this lifetime when your soul is ready to do it 
And if you've listened to this podcast up to this point, you're hearing my voice. Maybe you're tired of coming back to this planet and this is your last reincarnation. And I am the person who was able to deliver this message to you and I'm so grateful to be able to do so. But some of us came here by choice to awaken the sleepy gods. And if this heavily resonates with you and you know someone else can benefit from this podcast, share it on your social media, share it with them personally. This information needs to get out there, not to boost my ego, but because there are people seeking this knowledge and I have it, so I'm sharing it. Um, You're drawn to this because there's a part of you that knows it's true and it's time to wake up and stop. it's time to stop sleeping on yourself It's time to go within and wake up that inner god or goddess. This is your story. You are the main character. I'm a sub-character. You know, don't suppress who you are to make everyone else around you comfortable. I just want us to wake up. It's not about trying to save our families and everyone else. It's about you saving yourself. This is your story. So that being said, I want to share a couple books that I am so grateful for. Planetary Magic. Um, you know, you can work with... Actually, a lot of people are scared of Mercury Retrograde. So something that I'm like unafraid of Mercury Retrograde. I don't know why everyone else is. But if you want, what you can do is take a blue candle and put the Mercury symbol on it and meditate on it and then have your intentions um, of how you want to have better clearer communication and certain things to work out during that time period Um, that'll help tremendously but when it comes to understanding your natal chart planetary magic the book that I recommend is making the gods work for you another book is signs and symbols emerald tablet Hero with a Thousand Faces, and the Encyclopedia of Spirits. So these are five amazing books I highly recommend you look into if this calls to you before you want to dive in further. But I hope this was an insightful episode. I know I was a little all over the place, um, but there were a lot of gems in here. So take it and do what you will with it. So I will catch you all next week in an episode about sex magic. I hope you got lots of inspiration and empowerment from today's episode. I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review and share this podcast so I can help as many women as possible step into their divinity. To work with me or stay inspired, follow me on Instagram at true underscore unfoldment or check out my website trueunfoldment.com.